at certain points in time, we decided to, to maybe not invest as much anymore in recruitment. And we always regretted it. We always regretted it because one or two years later, it, you're, you're always in, in trouble. Um, for me, sales and, and having a, 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 a sales culture um, is really key. They're basically uh, doing a, a capital round basically for just to become uh, to become a, a co-owner of the company. Um, and and it, it, it really, it, it's, it's magic. Welcome to the Revenue Discussion Podcast. This podcast aims to inspire and educate the newest generation of revenue leaders on various subjects related to sales, marketing, revenue operations, and customer success. Every week, we invite an inspirational guest who is willing to share his or her insight strategies and tactics that has worked or are still working for him or her. Today, we invited Thomas van Eekhout to the show. If you don't know who he is, he's co-CEO at Easy, an IT company that provides cloud security and software solution. But what makes the story of Easy so unique is their power to attract and keep very talented salespeople. To throw some stats here, they have been voted best place to work for eight times in a row. They recruit more than 100 people per year. And in less than three years, they have gone from 250 to 450 employees. I hope you get inspired by their story. Enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, Thomas, and welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very good, Dylan. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for making time on a Friday afternoon, we have to say it. <laughs> now, Thomas, you are the, uh, the CEO of Easy, but for the people that not know you or might not know Easy, can you maybe introduce yourself a bit? Uh, give a little bit of background, uh, where you come from, what you've mm -hmm. done so far, and how that leads you to, uh, to becoming now the CEO of Easy. Okay, so um, let me maybe first start with uh, giving a bit of context on, on Easy, who we are and, and, and what we do. So um, we're basically active in IT, um, and we have been doing that since the beginning. The company has been uh, founded in 1999. Um, I wasn't part of the founders, um, so uh, the company has been started by Salvatore Curaban and Christian Castellan, um, and we've been uh, we've been around for 23 years now. Um, so quite a lot in in terms of, or, or in in the domain of IT. That is quite a mature company that we have by now, mm -hmm. um, and we basically have a, have a. a quite a large set of, of activities. Um, we, on the one hand, develop our own softwares, which we implement and, and which we uh, um, yeah, introduce at our customers. And, and they're always actually focused on, on making our, our customers um, more efficient, more productive, uh, um, and, and allow them to perform better. Um, so that's on, on the software side. Um, but we also manage and secure IT infrastructure. Um, meaning that we have uh, um, uh, extensive hybrid cloud um, expertise. Um, we, we have uh, a lot of people dedicated on, on cybersecurity, which is uh, obviously a, a very hot topic nowadays. Um, and that basically is the, is the set of activities that we have. Um, it's a set of activities that we will always continue to um, 
Yeah, we will always evolve in what we do. And what we basically, our strategy is, is really focused around a certain type of customer that we want to help and that we, um, that we really are committed to, to bringing to the next level, which is basically upper mid market customers. Mm -hmm. Customers going from 200 until six or 700 employees are really in our sweet spot. So what we do is, um, we really want to be their partner of choice for everything related to IT, which basically explains why we have a, 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 a large set of expertise and, and activities. So nowadays we have uh, 450 um, employees. Um, we will probably hit the 500 employee milestone um, before the end of this year. Um, All right. It's actually a, a, an objective, a target that we launched for ourselves in, in 2019. So I became CEO in 2019 uh, together with Jean-Francois. Wow. Um, and, um, and I remember that we, we set ourselves that objective to be 500 in 2025 um so we're 2022 now so um we're either very bad at uh, at, at fixing targets <laughs> or, good, we're, yeah. or we're very good in, in in crushing targets either way um it's it's a nice uh it's a um a nice how, journey. how many people were you were you back then in 2019 um in 2019 250 just under 250. wow yeah. right so you doubled in just a couple yeah. of three years. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's basically, yeah, that's the rate that we have since uh, uh, since a couple of years now, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, but and exactly, it, it's clear that you guys have a, have a clear focus on what you do provide well and, and should provide it too. Um, but so if you, because of course the, you know, the, the, the theme of the podcast is revenue discussion. So anything that has a link to, the commercial sales revenue engine of companies is what our listeners love, right? And so I'm kind of curious when you look back at, because yeah, you, you joined Easy back in 2006, I think yeah. as an account manager, if I'm not mistaken. So you have been in sales for, for quite a while now, and yeah. now you even added a, a management component to it. Uh, but so if you look back at it, um, right, to the moment we are in now, what was for you like the, the most important aspect to really have that sustainable growth with easy? Mm. Um, I think that, um, I think uh, we both will agree. I think uh, most of the, um, um, of the listeners uh, will agree as well that um, for me, sales and, and having a, 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 a sales culture um, is really key. A company that is, um, that is not obsessed with its customers and, and with bringing value to those customers and with understanding dynamics in the market and, and being on the lookout on, on the next thing. And if, if, if you're not obsessed with those elements, um, then, then I think you can have a very decent, solid company, but it will always be a stress to generate growth. Um, and that is the thing that, that, that Salvatore Curaba back in the day, back in 99, understood very well. He came from sales as well. And he always, um, in, in a very healthy way, but he always stressed the importance of the sales department. And by doing so, stressed the importance of, of, of everybody focusing on, on, um, on bringing in new customers and making sure that those customers, once they're on board, that they stay on board. Um, so that really is, is um, very much part of our DNA. It's also um, in our strategy. Um, we 
have a very customer intimate um, approach. We really, we're, we're obsessed by our customers. We want to know what they do. We want to know where, where they think they can improve themselves. And we want to, to, to go all the way um, in order to, to, to satisfy them and, and make sure that we're doing the right thing for them. I love that. There, there is a, a saying, and uh, it's too bad I cannot quote the, the initial person that said that, but it was something like, sales is not everything or sales is not the entire company, but the entire company should be sales, something like mm -hmm. that. And that's probably some, something that you uh, kind of share as well. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> so interesting that the, the sales culture being the most important aspect um, of Easy's growth. And I, I think we indeed, a lot of people can agree with that. Uh, and I think it's especially interesting because, well, I mean, I've seen that Easy has been voted the best place to work eight times in a row. So, I mean, there is something there that you definitely do pretty well. And I think also when it comes to, to sales, uh, ultimately, I think the sales professional, the sales rep, the sales team really needs to perform well. And if they have a great place to work at, that, uh, that will definitely help. But so I want to kind of deep dive in that because I, I think there are a lot of learnings that, you know, a lot of, um, that many sales leaders and even sales professionals willing, you know, eventually to also grow companies um, might, might learn from you. When, when we talk best place to work, can you maybe just help us understand what does it actually mean, uh, the best place to work? Uh, of course, you don't work at best place to work yourself, but I think you yeah. have kind of a great idea of great picture of, of, um, of how they operate. So, you know, what do they evaluate? How do they do it? And, and what was then for you ultimately the secret formula to it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, I think it's, um, it's a contest which is being in Belgium managed by, by Vleric, um, and the great place to work Institute. Um, and in that evaluation, um, you have different categories. Um, you have the large companies, and I think that is 500 employees and more. Um, so we'll soon switch categories. Oh, yeah. Then you have our category, um, which is between 250 and 500. And then you have the small ones under 250. Uh, so, and, and every, um, the, the first 10 companies um, received the label, but there's only one winner per category. Okay. Um, so that's some, some background information. Um, now, how can you win? This, that's basically the question. So you have to, you have, you always have two sides. You have the, you have a survey, um, which is a survey sent out by Vleric to our employees and where they basically have to score easy um, or any other company on, on, on a, a, a list of, um, of elements. Um, for me, that survey is, is the most important thing. Um, and, and I'm very happy to see that I think we, we usually have over 99% of people claiming that easy really is a great place to work. Wow. That, that for me is the, it's the, the one thing that, that I always look at uh, um, <laughs> when I receive the results because it's, it's, it's for me the most important thing. Um, so that's the survey. And then uh, on the other hand side, you, have, um, you basically have, have some kind of file. Uh, we have a, a document that lists everything we do and that really goes into detail of all the processes and the elements and, and all the initiatives that we have and, and all of those things. So that's, that's basically the, the contest. Um, most companies, um, or I think for every company, it's, it's a journey. Um, you start 
somewhere and, and you hope to improve yourself and, and for some companies that takes quite some time and, and some companies never uh, reach the top 10 other companies just participate one time in order to have a feeling on, on where they, they might position themselves mm. I think we participated the first time in 2013 or 2014 um, and we, we were number one uh, no we weren't number one we were in the top 10 list okay. Um, so we were, I think, number four or five. Um, and then the year after, we won. Um, and we basically uh, kept winning, winning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ever since then. But in the beginning, it was, I remember when Salvatore um, um, went on stage in, in the first year we won. Uh, I guess it's 2014. Um, and then um, obviously impressed by the fact that, that we won. And, and then you had a the hostess of the of of the evening of of the award ceremony who asked him now what, what is the secret behind it all which is basically a very logical question it's the mm -hmm. one that, that you want me to answer as well what's the secret <laughs> and he had this very fluffy unclear answer you have to have ambitions and projects and then um so so actually after that first place and the first time that we won that first place we really started a an exercise and we really started to reflect on on, on what does differentiate us and 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 how come people really consider easy to be a, a great place to work and and that it's at that moment that we that we made it into a model um, and that we and, and actually once you once you write down the things you do it becomes easier to to put them into practice in a very consistent way it mm. becomes easier to strengthen the model it becomes easier to to make it tangible and to and to to day after day improve what we are doing so so i really um <clears throat> Um, uh, would like to advise people to to think about that. What makes us unique? Uh, because if in today's market you want to attract employees, you really need to do better than just announcing a ping pong table or a pool table in the <laughs> kitchen or, 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 or drinks on, on Friday afternoon. That really isn't sufficient anymore. Um, uh, so that, it's basically about, about uh, creating an identity, a personality and creating a story. If, if we want to, um, we hire a lot of people. We hired 120 people last year, I think. And we're okay. at... 80 or 90 people uh, since the beginning of this year. So, so we have quite some people joining easy. We need people to join easy. Um, so so uh, we need to stand out. We need to stand out. Whenever somebody takes, takes the time to come to our office and to listen to our story, it has to be spot on. There is no second chance. So that story mm. is 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 really um, is is really key in uh, in uh, um, in convincing people. And, and and obviously that story needs to be authentic. You cannot um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah you need to be sincere uh, obviously towards uh, towards mm -hmm. your, your candidates. You cannot act it. Yeah, you have to be. It still has to be authentic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. So can you maybe share some some couple of um, of things that you then discovered at at Easy that you are now implementing and, and visualizing and incorporating every day at, uh, at easy yeah so the first the first thing that 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 really comes to mind when 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 i talk about the model or, or about what we do is is there's a difference between um 
happiness at work because that's actually what what we strive for we want to create a context where people can be happy um, so there is a difference between happiness at work and well-being at work um, well-being is the friday drinks um, the pool table um, the massage you can offer it's the fruit basket <laughs> in the kitchen all of those things and 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 it is our 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 um, responsibility as an employer to create a, a work environment which is as comfortable as possible but people want more than just a comfortable work environment mm-hmm. um, and, and that's where the happiness at work comes in um, and, and that's you really need to connect with, with your people on another level if you want to if you want to reach that happiness at work so that's a first side note I, I often make um, a second side note is the fact that um, uh, happiness at work will always be a joint responsibility um, I as a CEO can 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 only do as much as I can do um, I, I can create a context as I mentioned where people um, where we have processes and systems and, and and all of those things that allow people to 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 be happy, but they really need to take ownership over their own career and their and their own happiness. Mm. Um, so that's basically two, two uh, uh, very important side notes. Now, what we do really isn't rocket science. Um, it's actually quite simple. We have uh, identified a couple of needs, a couple of needs that every person has. Um, Sales have those needs and, and our developers or, or our staff, uh, administration staff ha, has, has those same needs. Even if in, in, the, um, in the practical um, implementation of what we do, there will always be differences. Um, and and I, I will maybe focus a bit on, on the sales part and what follows. But what we have identified those, those needs and in everything we do, we make sure to respond to those needs. Um, to give you an idea, I'm talking about recognition which for me is, is, is one of the, mm-hmm. the, the first and, and most important needs. Whenever Definitely. people push themselves to, to a next level or, or even when, when they just show up and, and do a good job um, in, in, in the very early stage of their career, they need to feel that it is being noticed by, um, by leadership. So um, does that mean I, that, you, that you have some type of system in place where you indeed you know, get remem- remembered that, or reminded that you indeed... Yeah can recognize a colleague or is that, you know, just uh, uh, something that you repeat over and over again to, to the management and to the, to the colleagues around you so that they, you know, that, that okay. becomes a habit within, within easy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all of those things. Um, <laughs> and, and there is, and it's actually always like that. It's always a combination of different things. And, and, and we, we do a bit of this and a bit of that. And, 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 and but it's, Maybe most importantly, it is about mindset. It, it really is about mindset. Whenever I, I, I walk in, in, in the easy offices, I take time to discuss with people. Um, I, I have the, uh, I'm lucky to have a, a very good memory. So, so whenever I hear something, um, uh, if a couple of days later I, I'm walking through the offices and, and I think about something that I heard, I, I will go and see uh, the guy or girl and, and I will go um, uh, congratulate him or her. Um, mm-hmm. And that is mindset. Um, I believe cool. that as, as, as a CEO and, and basically as, as leadership in, in general, um, what I really don't like is, is managers that are, that are not present in, in the company. 
um, you know, uh, managers that are stuck in Excel sheets in their mm. office and, 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 and they never have time and, and you always have to book a meeting and it can never be just a small informal chat where you basically just explain how your weekend was or, or how your holidays were or, or, or what's yeah, happened. They, they perform, they work, but they are not a contributor to the community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's correct. That's correct. And 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 I believe that um, culture is is crucial. Um, and if we, as I, as a CEO or or, or uh, any manager inside of our company, doesn't actively contribute to that culture, how can we expect that our people will will do that? It's, mm -hmm. We need to take that first step. We need to make time. It, 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 it's, you it's act just, as a role model. Yeah, 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 really. And that is, now for me, it's very easy to do so because it's something that gives me a lot of energy and and, and di doing deep dives in Excel is, is really something that doesn't give me <laughs> any energy at all. So I, I appreciate that. And it really is something that that, um, that I really love, but, but I think it has an impact on, um, on, on the company. And now what we do, just to give you some... <clears throat> some very uh, um, uh, clear examples is um, within our leadership team, whenever um, um, we notice something extraordinary, we send a message to the entire leadership team um, stating, hey guys, uh, this week Dylan had a, a very challenging project. He really pushed his limits um, and he went uh, the extra mile for the customers. Uh, we received uh, uh, extraordinary feedback from the customers. So please um, uh, take some time when, when, you, when you see Dylan to, to address that. Oh, the wow. fact that, that people feel that what they are doing is being noticed and, and being noticed by people that are not their direct responsible. Because mm, honestly, if, if, if your direct responsible isn't giving you recognition, <laughs> go look for another job. Um, but the, the power of, of, of people not directly involved, um, being aware of, of, of what happens really is something that, that, that is very powerful. And, and it's, it's, it's a fun thing. I, I, I regularly call people into my office and, and especially when, when they don't have a lot of experience, they're, they're a bit stressed because they have to go see the CEO. Um, but, <laughs> see the principal. <laughs> but, um, but, but taking time to... To, to show that you're aware that um, even if it's, it has just been a couple of months inside of the company, but hey, Dylan, you really crushed your onboarding. It's really something that, that you can be proud of. And, and I'm really confident about the, the, the steps that you're going to take moving forward. And, and, and please continue to do so because you really are an added value for our company. And I really believe that you're going to do amazing things. And by the way, Dylan, um, do you maybe have some friends that might be interested in easy as well because if, if you have people that you would like to work with come bring in your cv and 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 and, and that's the way you can really impact the growth of, mm. of the company those small discussions that's two minutes of my time and it is five six seven weeks of energy for for the person that you called into your office wow that's uh i love that example it also do, have you ever saw the, the I'm, I don't want to take a, a too direct comparison to marketing and sales, but sometimes how I look at, you know, getting talents into a company is how you, you know, try to, to market your company. 
So you do some kind of marketing, you have, you know, the, the sales culture, you have the community, you have people talking about it. So you, you have that certain type of marketing, but then you also have the type of sales where, of course, you have to have X number amount of interviews, of first round interviews, second round interviews, right? It's kind of a, a pipeline, a funnel there. And there you also mentioned something as referral. So uh, do you also sometimes look at, 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 a, at a commercial lens, you know, for, uh, for that particularly or... Is it just something that, you know? No, for, for me, um, uh, <clears throat> talking about recruitment, um, we, we really um, went through a, through a, a transition where um, <clears throat> we know that, that the thing that, that might potentially block us in our growth is, is recruitment. That's, mm. it's, it's, it's really crucial. And in the past, uh, in the past 23 years, at certain points in time, we decided to, to maybe not invest as much anymore in recruitment and we always regretted it we <laughs> always regretted it wow. because one or two years later it you're you're always in in trouble because the people that that will help us in two years time need to be here now we we work almost exclusively with young graduates people that are leaving school and that are going for their first job so so onboarding investing and and getting people up to speed is something that that is part of our dna it's it's what we do but it takes some time so mm -hmm. if whenever we we drop um or whenever we have a drop in recruitment we, we 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 will always regret it afterwards so today we have a team of six recruiters and and it will and it will it, it, it still needs to grow, um, and 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 we try to manage that team as a as a sales team. It's about KPIs. If, if, it's about yeah, yeah. If if you say that, you know, when when because currently we might be entering a some type of of crisis or you know at least a mm -hmm. some type of recession where economic situation might go uh, might might have a downturn. You know, do you then look at recruitment in a do you think it's it's maybe a good idea to double down on, on recruitment because you might have even more talents than on the market? And if you say that it's never good to, to invest less in recruitment, do you think then maybe it's a good idea to double down on recruitment in times of crisis? Yeah, definitely, definitely. At least in, in the, the context we have. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely a good idea. Um, if, yeah, if project our, needs to follow, of course. Uh, yeah, obviously, but but we know that that it always follows. If you have a decent sales team, if you have a a culture where people are are pushing towards the next level and where we focus on customers and focus on the market, then 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 there will always be business. Um, or at least in our context for the coming years, I think that there will always be business. So, so it will always make sense to, to, to hire people. I never, never came to the conclusion that I, that I regretted a hire of a, of a good colleague. Somebody that, that, is, that has the right values and that has the right attitude will always be an asset to the company. Mm -hmm. I like that uh, that philosophy. Do you um, because when when you explain this to me, and when we talk about sales culture, I also immediately think of you know building an ecosystem, a community of people sharing those well that same culture, but also those same values, same norms, same you know vision and philosophy on certain things. Of course, there still can be some differences, but when you look then at at recruitment, how 
how important is it also for you to to really feel a match between the candidate and the company with easy how how important is that and and does that also mean that you reject a lot of people because you see there at this match with the with the candidates mm -hmm. it's uh, it's it's the most important thing that we have to try to understand when when evaluating a, a candidate it's the only thing it's about attitude values culture if if those things are if we have a fit on those levels then the rest is, is so concept. you say existing skill set and experience is actually not that important compared to that at least experience for me is uh, is is worth nothing um I, I have hired pizzaiolos i have hired uh, gym teachers i have hired uh, uh, last one and, and really guys skyrocketing it's it's impressive he's wow. really crushing all of the records and before joining easy he managed a restaurant he went bankrupt with his restaurant wow at at, at the age of, of 25 26 guy has a has a small child a wife to uh, to uh, um, <clears throat> at home and um, and came yeah. to see it and, and we, we we were quite reluctant and, and I think we gave him a no at a certain point in time. And he came back. He called us. <laughs> no, guys, you're, you're making a mistake. You, you Don't really, take a no for an answer. <laughs> you really need to hire me. Okay, so if, if you do that, it's, it's, you can come. It's okay. <laughs> um, and and, and it's, it's impressive. Yeah, I love it's, that story. It's impressive. Um, so uh, I almost never look to, to the... <clears throat> Um, to, to the to studies the or, or, or those yeah. things. And for, for me, it's re it is about attitude. Yeah. All right. Love that. And I think that's, a, that's actually a great tip, advice to, to many people, because I think there is, there, are a, there is a big pool of talents out there that is just not being touched because people look indeed to you know, the experience or the certain the type of studies they have studied and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And that's a missed opportunity. And, and you just summed up a couple of examples there. So super interesting. Mm -hmm. Now I want to I want to talk about uh, about something else because I know that Easy is also um, unique in a if I may say in a way that um, you also offer a co shareholdership to employees, right? Can you maybe explain a little bit about about that? Um, we um, so if if you start to understand our culture, then I think you will start to understand that that this is not my company. It has never been Salvatore's company. It has no. It it is our company. That is the way we manage it. That is the way we 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 do what we do. Basically, that is our DNA, um, and and so that means that in everything we do, we put the interest of the company before our own interest. Um, and and there's a lot of principles that basically um, come from that um, claim that it is our company um, and one of those things which is for us quite logically logical is that then we have to own the company altogether um, and th so that's basically for us it just makes sense to 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 have opened up the capital uh, so today we have 100 shareholders um, 100 people that have invested in the company so they have to invest a lot of people go go see their uh, their, their bank uh, they go see their parents, uh, their parents-in-law, their wow. uncles, their aunts. They they're really doing. They're basically uh, doing a, a capital round, basically for just to become 
that's become a, a co-owner of the company um and and it it, it really it, it's it's magic people are are, are committed loyal um they they, they yeah, feel yeah. recognition as well because we give them the opportunity and it is it is for everybody um from our uh, staff uh, uh, teams to to our consultants our salespeople, um everybody has that possibility but there are some conditions you have to have a certain seniority or you have to have a certain a couple of years that you have to be inside mm -hmm. the company. You have to have Makes a certain, uh, a minimum level in the company, and and that basically is the the most important condition is that you have to, um, you have to have a minimum score on our values. So we we evaluate our the values that we have inside of the company. Wow, and you have to have at least eighty percent. I want shareholders to be ambassadors. It's not about financial speculation. Whenever we feel that somebody is trying to 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 or or is doing it because he, he knows your shit, yeah, yeah it, it, that that cannot be the goal. Um, so so working with the values as a condition allows us to to really talk that's, about what we need to talk about. Yeah, that's that's interesting because how do you then measure actually if there is a fit with the value? What what type of question do you ask? Is it scenario based? Is it just a yeah, how do how do you try to evaluate that? So what what we do um, on, on in recruitment is we have a we have a list of questions. We have uh, it's multiple choice, and based on the answer, we we try to evaluate the values a, a person has. It's not waterproof, but it is it, it is a beginning, and it allows us to to have a discussion with a candidate about our values. Mm -hmm. Whenever people are on board. Um, we we evaluate them on a yearly basis, and basically, what, what what the most important thing is the description we have made of those values. Because if if I, um, for example, talk about responsibility as a value, then everybody will agree that respons being responsible is an important aspect. But responsibility. Mm within easy is not the same thing as as inside of another company so really what differentiates um uh, is, is this is the description um so we have that description we have examples we have example we have good and bad examples and, and that basically allows us to to have that discussion and to to really have to to not just have a a, a discussion where you say yeah I, I always respect customers yeah i hope so <laughs> um, but, but respecting your customers is about more than just being polite and and doing what mm -hmm. you promised it's also about at a certain point in time um be, being as assertive or, or, or explaining a customer that his initial ID might not be the best ID in, in, in the long run. Um, so we really make that very explicit. And by making that explicit, it makes it easier to, to evaluate those values uh, um, whenever people are, uh, are on board. And it's a discussion, um, but it allows us to, to, to be very clear and to also explain to people where there might be a mismatch, to also explain why there might be a mismatch and, and to mm. also make that that action plan regarding values but also make that tangible yeah i really I, believe dylan that a lot of companies have been or are wasting their time with the value exercise they did 
really. If it's just um, putting four, five, six words onto your website, or 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 then then really you're you're wasting your time. You need to integrate the, the your values in 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 the important things, the important milestones in your company. We will never allow somebody to evolve who has a problem with our values. But we will never know that there really is a problem if we don't take the time to discuss that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's definitely underestimated. I also think that, but that's a personal, I mean, opinion or idea of what's happening there. But I think that a lot of people think it's also kind of too fluffy, the mm -hmm. the value and its cultural aspect. And I mean, the fact that you guys are striving at it and that the results are just following is actually a great example of. No, mm -hmm. it is. It is not only fluffy. It's also super important to to manage it, to kill at it, and uh, and that's why I'm I'm very happy to have you on the show. Actually, to at least inspire those people that that also try to uh, you know yeah. to make their best out of it. Now well, I hate fluffy things. Yeah. To be very clear, I, <clears throat> if it's fluffy, um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I really don't like it. So we make it tangible. Yeah, and it doesn't I mean it has to be fluffy. Need yeah. to be, you okay. need to stay away from the fluffy, um, from the fluffy things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, look, if people have questions about it, they uh, they know how to reach them. Now, you you, you mentioned that a um, hundred people now within Easy um, are shareholder of of the company. That's a hundred of four hundred fifty people, almost one out of four. Is that? Also, some kind of a target then, because I imagine that how m the more people are, you know, you know, are shareholder of the company, the more you know loyalty, commitment, uh, integrity, uh, you know, everything or, or all the values that you share are being there within the company. So that is that also some some type of ambition or goal that you set up for yourself or for the company? Yeah, um, we we want to have as much shareholders as possible without. Um, without uh, settling for less when mm -hmm, talking without about compromising. the conditions that, yeah. that, that I mentioned. Yeah, without compromising. Um, so, so yeah, um, obviously we hire a lot of people. So, so maybe in the future at a certain point in time, we will, we will hire less people. Um, and then the, that percentage will probably um, increase. Um, because I, for me, once you have four or five years of experience within easy, I hope that three out of four people will 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 join our our shareholdership team. Mm -hmm. um, that's just it's not not something that I have done um, an in-depth analysis on, but 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 that is the ratio that that I would like to have, and and it's basically an ambition that I that I feel with a lot of people within our company. Mm -hmm. now, obviously, when there's a so you have 450 people inside of the company. You have 100 shareholders. I always explain to our shareholders that I don't want them to feel better than the rest. Mm. On the contrary, they are the ones that, that have the responsibility to, to push the company forward. They have mm -hmm. the responsibility to make sure that their colleagues are being as successful as possible in, in what they did. They should never feel better than somebody right. else. Um, and and whenever that that yeah if, yeah really really um, ego is is one of the um, the worst things in the in in a in a company so so obviously you have that that big team of of shareholders which are all um, committed positive loyal uh, people um, so so people just want to join that team 
Um, it's really an ambition that that a lot of people share, and and and, and yeah, which is which is uh, uh, very nice, obviously for us. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I, I want to pick your brain on um, on a thought I have, because you see that you know, statistically speaking, you see that uh, millennials, or even in general now, you know, people they ha they work two years at a company and then they switch from company, and then they work mm -hmm. two years there and then they switch again because. God knows why at, at the end. But I, my feeling is that because they want something new, they want a new challenge, they want you know, new experience, they want a new environment to work in, and that's maybe part of the millennial stereotypes, I don't know. But it's, um, I, I have a feeling that with Easy, you are fighting this because you want them to, to be there for the long run. And so do you feel there's some kind of a battle with that you know, statistic that, is, that, is, that I just shared, or is it you know, or how do you see that also present within Easy? Mm. It's not a it's not a battle we have, but but you're right if you say that that it's not something that I or that we agree with. Um, but it all is linked to, to to each other. So we 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 hire young graduates, people that have no experience. So it wouldn't make sense to have them on board for six months or for one year or even for two years. If, if that would be the strategy, then, then I would be very bad at economics. It, it doesn't make sense. Um, so, so we invest in people. That's what we do. And, and we have a difficult time not investing in people, which explains why we don't hire a lot of senior profiles, because we, we, we want them to join that group of people that are learning and are basically at the beginning of their career. Um, so that, that, that's the starting point. And once we do that, um, we, we give perspective. So everybody or 99.5% of our, of, of our employees are engaged in some kind of an action plan, a, a trajectory, a, a, an evolution towards a new skill, a new level, uh, uh, starting to manage projects, starting to, to coach junior colleagues. So, so, and, and we're really moving in, 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 in blocks of six months. Um, and, and that's basically how, how we manage perspective and, and how people can manage their careers. Um, and obviously we have people that, that leave our company. Yeah, yeah, that happens and, and, and it sucks when that happens but it but but the vast majority is is in that dynamic of okay i'm 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 going my first steps as as a consultant and 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 i have the possibility to either evolve towards expertise and 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 really go into the details of of technology and and of of the technical part or no i i have a a a basic knowledge of of the of the technical part and and i i want to evolve towards project management people management and, and all of those things and, mm -hmm. and basically that that dynamic of evolution is what allows us to um, uh, to to never hire managers externally. It's been now 13 years since we last hired our a manager wow. externally. And, and that's uh, impressive. People find that amazing, but but it it is like that, and it is never a big step. Most of the companies joining the the management team is is a very big step. It's something that that. And, and 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 people often fail, so they they the, the people are scared. So it's, it's mm -hmm. almost in a lot of companies it's the safer choice to to 
to look for a manager at at at, right. at a competitor or or at the at another company. So, but at easy, it's basically small steps. You start with coaching somebody on on uh, in 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 a functional context. And then you start little by little. You start to to manage projects. And then you start to coach two people, and then three people, and then four people. And so so by that time, uh, we know for a fact that you will be successful as a manager. We know. Mm -hmm. So and, and whenever we start we start to test coaching, and we feel that it doesn't give you the energy it should give you, or or the results aren't really there. Small step back. There's no problem. Yeah. It's we kind have of a, a doing an MVP. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like really a, that. Yeah. We, we have all of those principles. We just need to apply them in this context. Another example, every, every company that is actively thinking about marketing and sales has buyer personas. Mm -hmm. How many companies have employee personas? Good question. It, 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 it's something you, you need to have. If every CEO I meet is explaining me that their biggest challenge is to find the right people and I ask them the people they are looking for, they can't give me a, a decent answer. You need to know the stuff that your potential candidates are reading. You need to know where to find them online. You need, you need to invest time. The market has, has changed. So in our context, it's not about finding the projects. It's about finding the people to deliver the projects. Um, so that, so we, we sometimes need to focus on, on, on the right things and, and we need to apply the principles we have on, on the challenges we're, we're facing. It's something that, that I, yeah, that, it, that we find quite fun to to do as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Can imagine. Yeah, you you have um, you have already shared so many uh, so many learnings that you had along the way, so many lessons, so many uh, best practices, tips and tricks. But if you have to, you know, look back at um, or if if you have to give an advice to you know the twenty twenty years old self, you know mm -hmm. what what first tip, what big advice, golden advice would you give? Uh, on a professional level, but maybe also on a on a you know personal level. Mm. Maybe maybe two things. Um, the first one, and and it's it's the importance of of of, of putting in the effort. Um, and I think that that nowadays, in in business in general, we 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 um, maybe. Attached too much importance to the the, the 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 ID, an innovative app that will solve all of your problems. But if you have that that ID and, and you don't have a decent organization, you don't work, you don't put in the effort you need, then, mm -hmm. then your ID is worthless. So it's basically maybe it's not just putting in the effort, but it's the it's it's the importance of of how we do things. And I think Simon Sinek always talks about why, <clears throat> and that is very important. But for me, the why is where do we want to go? But the how is how how will I get there? And, and the how do. can I? Yeah. And how will I actually really get there? And, and, and what resources do I need to get there? And how do I make sure that, 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 that I'm not going uh, towards a burnout within six months because it's all on my shoulders? So all of those things, that, that's really, that's really a, a, very important, uh, a very important aspect. So that's maybe the first tip. Second tip, um, in the end, it'll all be okay. It's, and and I, I, I'm 
somebody that um, at night I, I often uh, think a lot. Uh, basically, uh, and, and typical, typically, this is scenarios and what if that happens and what if, what if that customer does that and and I'm so all and it it's basically it's a waste of time. The world never stopped turning; it always continues. We always find a solution. We always find a solution. That is true. That is if true. we listen to the market, if we listen to our customers, if we are obsessed with the right things. And in the end, everything will be okay. I think that's uh, that's definitely a gold one. I've 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 heard it before. I mean, of course, people mention it sometimes that you know everything will be okay. So I thought uh, sometime to uh, to just write it on a post-it, put it somewhere on my desk so that I always see it. It's always yeah. gonna be okay because sometimes you're indeed you're you're being frustrated for actually stupid stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe something yeah. that you know after a week you already forgotten about, and. Um, Maybe yeah. one one thing in, in the same context that I might add, and I, and I don't know whose quote it is, but it is a quote that, that helps me a lot. Um, it's quite simple. It's, this too shall pass. So basically, it means that whenever you're facing a hard time, don't worry, this too shall pass. Whenever you're yeah. facing excellent times and, and you're on top of your game, this too shall pass. And it, it, it allows me to, to stay humble when things are going good and, and yeah. stay positive when, when we're facing hard times. It's in the same same atmosphere, but still it, yeah. it's different. It has a different meaning and I, and I like it indeed. doesn't mean you're the king now. You will not perhaps be the king tomorrow. And actually no. being the king is not a good word, but <laughs> we yeah, get each other. Basically on top of your game and, and, and exactly. especially in sales, especially in sales, you can be especially in sales. top of the league uh, in, in Q1 and, and Q2, uh, um, having a very hard time. But, uh, but hey, this, but this too shall pass. pass. <laughs> All right. I love it. Uh, Thomas, if people want to find out more about you or about Easy, where would mm -hmm. you uh, send them to? LinkedIn, feel free to send me an invitation, uh, shoot me right. a message and I'll be more than happy to, uh, to help. <laughs> awesome. Now I have, a, I have a very last question for you, a question that we asked uh, all the guests we, had, we get on the show. So if, if Thomas was a brand, what would it stand for? Um, I, I, I would say authenticity, maybe. Because I, I really want to to walk my talk, and whenever I say something, I don't just make sure to do it, but I also make sure that it is that it becomes a process or a system, and that we and that we really force ourselves to 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 stick to it. Um, and so maybe that is something that I would like to be associated with. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it and I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Thomas, for being on the show. And I wish you, of course, a lot of good luck with, uh, with Easy.